Well, for this week's report, we are joined on the line by uh, Executive Director Asri Mohammed Kaji. Mohammed, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Mulana. And uh, it's good to be with you this morning. Jumma Mubarak to yourself and the listeners. Jazakumullah for that. So, in the city of Johannesburg yesterday, a motion of no confidence in the DA mayor in Port Polatsi saw her voted out of op- office by a coalition of the ANC, EFF, Patriotic Alliance, and several minority parties, including Al Jamaa, the IFP, COPE, African Independent Congress, and others, making up about 140 votes of the 270 councillors of the city. What's the backstory, Mohammed? Are there still any linkages to the ANC, EFF, Diri Nikurleni? Um, I don't think so, Molana. So, just for a recap for our listeners, uh, late last year there were discussions in Nkuruleni and Johannesburg, and there were attempts at these motions of no com- confidence uh, against Umpo Palazzi, if the listeners recall. And the, the reporting from the media at that time was that there was a deal that was hatched between the ANC and the EFF to give the EFF, the city of Ikuruleni, to govern. And the ANC would then take the city of Joburg to govern. Um, and I think that this, uh, this deals collapse for very good reason. You know, in Johannesburg, for example, the ANC only has a 91 seats. The EFF has 29 seats. So together, the two parties have 120 of the 135 seats that are required to govern the city. Now, it's implausible or improbable that, you know, with just 120 seats, the EFF and the ANC can make decisions around what happens in the city. And that's what's brought us to this point, in my view, that they needed at least another 15 seats from minority parties in Johannesburg. You know, the parties that you mentioned, Al-Jamaa, the IFP, COPE, African Independent Congress, etc., that form a block of about 15 seats, you know, to then be able to make up the numbers that were required to pass this motion of no confidence, um, in, in the city of Johannesburg. So, you know, I think that deal's completely collapsed now and um, has been replaced with with a different deal where the EFF now forms a part of the, um, the mayoral committee rather than being given a full city to govern as a, as a mayorship. So let's talk then a little bit about the EFF. Them wanting to govern a major metro like Ikuruleni is obviously a major development. What, what do you think of it? Look, I think that, you know, during the Zuma years, which, you know, now seems ages ago, they had common cause with the media and civil society and citizens where they were a very strong voice against the Zuma administration. You know, and uh, their racial chauvinism, as Imran Bakkus refers to it, you know, did resonate closely with the very strong, you know, African nationalism that was coming out of the ANC at the time from, from KZN. And then you had the VBS scandal and you had a few other scandals out of the EFF you know, their relationship with the media soured. Um, they weren't getting all of the free mileage they were used to getting from from the media. Uh, and if you look at the 2021 municipal elections, for example, the Action XA actually secured more seats in the metros than what the, the, the EFF did. And I use the example of Joburg, where Action SA has 44 seats and the EFF only have 29. You know, so the EFF is in a position where they really need to craft craft a political strategy and a campaign strategy going into next year's election um, and start building a narrative around, you know, what the next steps are for the EFF. And I think the what they've been attempting to do is start crafting a narrative that they 
can show themselves as this party that's fit to govern, that the party that has a success of, you know, governing a metro. In this case, it would have been Ikuruleni that they were attempting to govern, um, rather than just the party that causes trouble and chaos um, from the from the backbenches of of parliament. Now, with that EFF uh, ANC deal scuppered, it seems like their next best option is really to choose to take portfolios within a um, within a coalition rather than trying to to govern a, a metro as as the mayorship. Um, and I think that's what's going to happen in Joburg. We're going to see the EFF taking portfolios in a in a municipal government for the first time in a major metro. Um, as a result of this latest um, motion of no confidence in Mpopolati. Now, the vote to uh, elect a new mayor was postponed to 10 a.m. this morning. Uh, Gaten McKenzie, the leader of the Patriotic Alliance, said that uh, Al Jamaa's councillor Abubakar Tapelo Ahmed was going to be the mayor. How accurate is this? Look, I think it's quite accurate. Um, the the report has been called corroborated with, uh, with other reports. Uh, but I think there is still some kind of tension within the discussions of the different parties uh, around who the, who the mayor would become. I think the COPE candidate's also a possibility and the African Independent Congress candidate could also be a possibility and that was kind of uh, the, the, you know, the, the rumors that were spreading around that there were some kind of uh, last-minute tensions. Uh, the ANC isn't obviously happy about it because, you know, the ANC candidate um, or the chair of the ANC in the city, uh, Dada Morero, uh, uh, was was a strong kind of incumbent, being the major majority party within that coalition with with 91 seats. So, I, you know, in my view, I think we'll know what the outcome is after the vote. It, you know, it it it. We could say it, it's possible and it, it could be a strong chance that it would happen, but it's only, it's only uh, done once, it's, once the vote is done and, and we, we know how it all kind of shakes down um, after the last minute lobbying and so on that, that is obviously taking place behind the scenes now. Why is Action SA accusing the, the national DA leadership of not supporting Popolatse to keep the DA coalition in power in Johannesburg? Look, I've been saying this for a while that I think the DA um, leadership in the Western Cape, you know, and the national leadership uh, have have maybe implicitly or explicitly taken a decision to consolidate their power in the Western Cape. Um, and this goes back to Musi Maimani's time and, you know, Musi Maimani leaving the Democratic Alliance, where Musi attempted to move the leadership of the party to Johannesburg and effectively the center of power of the party to Johannesburg, which is by and large, or was by and large, driven by the upcoming kind of uh, black leadership within the party. Um, And that created, you know, tensions and two centers of power within the party. And I think that that's still where the DA is. You know, a large proportion of the DA's members uh, or black members left the DA for Action SA, and so you had this, you know, two centers of power within the power. And I think this is kind of a, a result of that. There is obviously big concerns around the Patriotic Alliance, and you know, the Patriotic Alliance's kind of reputation within within government and portfolios and so on. And 
you know, the Patriotic Alliance has shifted sides from that coalition to this, you know, coalition that generally is referred to as the government of local unity. Um, so there are obviously concerns around the Patriotic Alliance, but I don't think that's kind of uh, the, uh, the proper kind of explanation and analysis of it. I think there's still very strong tensions within the, the DA around, you know, uh, upcoming kind of leadership within the party and what that means for the center of power within the Western Cape. Um, and, you know, with an election coming up in 18 months' time, I, I don't really see the DA um, going down the road as they tried previously, which was trying to really kind of capture the, the black middle class vote. Uh, I think it's very much a strategy of them trying to consolidate their own power and maintain their power in the Western Cape and the the, the metros in the Western Cape and whatever comes of that elsewhere are then, you know, is then a bonus rather than part of the core strategy of growing the party to become a, a party that can govern nationally. What does all of this mean ultimately for service delivery? All these changing of mayors? Uh, I guess the short answer is not good. Um, coalitions are notoriously unstable as we've seen. Um, a coalition with so many parties involved and so many vested interests involved is obviously of big concern. Corruption is of a big concern to see what happens in terms of, like, you know, the the deals that have been done behind the scenes to secure votes um, to deliver this coalition into into government. So, you know, on the one hand, the answer is I don't think it's uh, going to show any major improvements in service delivery uh, anytime soon. You know, under Mpo Pilates government over the past, what, 12 or or more months, we haven't seen a dramatic improvement in service delivery either. Um, but, you know, there is a view that, well, the administration is by and large, a, or the bureaucracy in by, is by and large an ANC bureaucracy, and they kind of, um, uh, you know, self-sabotage the administration or go slow to in, the, in terms of service delivery to make the opposition look bad. But, you know, for me, I think it's just a case of... Um, the, the political leadership being in so much kind of crisis themselves that service delivery takes a back seat. And, you know, I'm not fully convinced that, you know, we're going to see any dramatic improvements anytime soon um, with the coalition governments and the instability of the coalition that we see. Mohamed Shukran, so much for your time. Always appreciate it. Jazakallah khairan and again to the listeners. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was this week's Asri report with Muhammad